Hello, and welcome to What Goes Bump in the Night. Hello and welcome to What Goes Bump the Night. I'm your host, Riley Clark, and alongside me is nobody because Trevor's sick right now. And to make sure that we're providing you guys content weekly, like we always promise, I will be doing this episode by myself today. And today, the topic of d- discussion is the infamous Old Alton Bridge, a.k.a. Goatman's Bridge. But before we dive into the story of the Goatman's Bridge, I want to relay something that happened to me over the weekend up at hunting camp. As you know, not just me and my family is big on the paranormal. My father, my sister, and my mother is starting to be more interested in it as well. Well, we have recently acquired access to a new plot of property for our hunting pleasure, and with it being out in the middle of nowhere we thought it might be fun to see if maybe there's any spirits that are present on the property so we did a little spirit box session uh, around the campfire the first night we were there and we had some pretty interesting interactions Um, i'm actually going to play you a couple short videos from those interactions where you'll hear the voices coming through the uh, the app's called GhostTube. You can get it on your phone. You can either pay for it or there's a free version as well. Uh, it uses satellite radio. And using the frequencies from the satellite radio, uh, similar to a spirit box or any other white noise device, it's said that spirits can use their energy to input their voices into the frequency. So I'm just going to play for you uh, a 50-second clip of our first interaction and we'll kind of go over what was happening and what I think possibly we were talking to. So I really don't know what to make of the two voices that came through that are fairly identical. I'm going to play them for you again and we'll kind of decipher what I think is happening. So I have listened to these voices over a hundred times each and I cannot make out the language. I can't make out any words and it seems to be a darker voice. Um, 
don't know what kind of intent it has behind it with not being able to understand what it's saying but looking at the property where it was located and the native american tribes that were in the area uh back in the day we're thinking that it potentially could have been a potawatomi indian trying to speak to us i don't know what about and it wasn't the only time we had this particular voice come through and talk to us I'm going to play you another session that we did that day. Uh, again, this was just at our camp, around the campfire, just passing time for opening day to happen the next morning. Fortunately, the next day, me and my dad just happened to have some really good luck, and we ended up getting three deer, uh, a buck, a doe, and another doe that I got myself. My dad with two deer. So we had a, a very successful opening day. Um, I shot my doe at night, and we weren't able to find her that night, and we backed out and went back out in the morning. And after about 25 minutes or so searching, we weren't really coming up with any sign of where she may have went. The blood trail went dry, and my dad decided, hey, why not see what we can do with the spirit box, since the spirits were so active, and see if they can help us maybe spiritually help us find this deer so i'm gonna play you a video and we're gonna talk about that next because it's probably the craziest thing i've ever had happen when trying to communicate with spirits Hello, you, can you help us find that deer please you're missing So right there, I hear it say you have to search further, which is a pretty crazy response considering we are searching for something. And that's obviously a spirit going, I, I, which we know a long time ago that they used to say aye aye if you agreed on something I'll play that for you one more time and continuing with the audio So right there, I believe it says tree stand, which we'll get to in a moment. And it's really even more crazy that it potentially said this. So I'll play it for you one more time.
So as my dad was doing this spirit box session, I was about 35 yards, maybe 50 yards from him in the woods um, to his left. And I just happened to be walking and see this two track and I walked up to it and was a gun blind and my deer laying in front of the gun blind. And with it potentially saying tree stand or something about some type of ground blind or something, we just think that they potentially helped us find this deer. Could be crazy. We could be crazy. The whole situation is crazy. But it was a pretty exciting moment in the woods. And pretty cool way, I think, to maybe use a spirit's knowledge to assist you in finding something. I don't know. It was just a <laughs> pretty qua crazy, situ crazy, crazy situation there. It's wabbit season, everyone. But... It's also spooky season, so is that spooky? I don't know. Maybe just a little bit. Being in the woods with ghosts, it's kind of kind of spooky. But we have a goal for this month. We've mentioned it in the last episode where we really, really, really want to reach 1,000 downloads. And if you could help us, go back and listen to old episodes. Listen to your favorite episode again. Just help us reach 1,000 downloads this month, and we will be doing a trick-or-treat giveaway. We're not going to tell you what the giveaway potentially is until we reach that 1,000 download mark. So, the only way to find out if we're tricking or we're treating is to reach 1,000 downloads in the month of October. And, of course, with having a goal set by us and you guys achieving it, that is the night crew, we will reward you for helping us reach our personal goals. And with that being said, we're going to jump into the old Alton Bridge. Now, you may have heard of this bridge before. It's become pretty famous uh, of the likes of Ghost Adventures. As you know, we absolutely love Ghost Adventures here on What Goes Bump Tonight. Visiting this location, they did a ritual below the bridge. They pretty sure Aaron got thrown through the air like five feet some crazy shit happened uh, BuzzFeed Unsolved Supernatural was there um, great episodes on both shows honestly and it's a pretty terrifying little location I think so let's dump into some of the the lore of the old Alton Bridge also known as Goatman's Bridge it's a historic iconic Iron Truss Bridge connecting Texas cities of Denton and Copper Canyon, built in 1884 by the King Iron Bridge Manufacturing Company. It originally carried horses and later automobiles over Hickory Creek at a location that once was popular Ford crossing cattle. The bridge took its name from the abandoned community of Alton, 
which between 1950 and 1956 was the seat of Denton County. The heavily traveled Alton Bridge remained in consistent use in 2021 when vehicle traffic was moved to an adjacent concrete and steel bridge. Prior to the new bridge, it was necessarily for motorists to signal with a car horn before crossing the single span lane bridge. The new bridge straightened out a sharp curve on both sides of the creek and provided additional travel lanes. With vehicle traffic removed, the bridge became an important link connecting the Elm Fork and Pilot Knoll hiking and equestrian trails. Today is a popular location for nature enthusiasts and photographers. So, doesn't seem like this bridge should really have much going on, right? It was just used for travel back and forth. Why is there this legend of a goat man that is said to basically harbor this bridge and you know spook out paranormal seekers let's jump into a little bit of the legend locally the bridge is known as Goatman's bridge and it is said to be haunted by a half man half goat figure called Goatman. the belief is based on the legend of a black goat farmer named oscar washborn who was said to have moved his family to the residence just north of the bridge a few years later washborn having become known as a dependent an honest businessman and dubbed for the goat man by locals displayed a sign on the Altman bridge reading the way to the goat man but the success of the a black man was still unwelcome to many and in 1938 Klinsman, the local government crossed the bridge and kidnapped Washburn from his family they hung a noose on the old Alton Bridge, and after securing it around his neck, threw him over the side. When they looked down to see if he had died, the noose was empty. In panic, they returned to his family home and slaughtered his wife and children. The locals warned that if you cross the bridge at night without headlights, as the Klossmen are said to have done, you will be met on the other side by the Goatman. Ghostly figures and strange lights are said to appear in the surrounding woods, as well as reports of visitors being touched, grabbed, and having rocks thrown at them. So, that took a wild twist from just being a traveler's bridge to a goat farmer who was hung because he was a successful black man in the 1930s. Kind of crazy that he ended up getting free from the noose and never to be seen again i would imagine that he fell from the noose into the water maybe hitting his head on a rock or something and drowned and floated downstream never to be seen again and potentially why the angered spirit could be guarding the bridge so to speak for protection of his family knowing what they did to his family or potentially never knowing what they did to his family when they crossed that bridge to go slaughter his family it's even more messed up that it was government officials who went and did and killed this man because he was successful um i would imagine they were probably part of the ku klux plan um so let's dive into a little more of the local history i have here from a website um, from the area. Denton's most famous sector is a story handed down for generations with few variations, and 
that the Haunted Ghost Man's Bridge travelers to the old Alton Bridge built in 1984 as a busy thoroughfare have long reported frightening encounters and ghostly experiences with supernatural creatures that have made it to a legendary spot for Texas ghost hunters and a topic for numerous books. According to the most circulated version, an African-American entrepreneur named Oscar Washburn and his family tended a farmstead goat herd near the bridge that was renowned for quality meat, milk, cheese, and hides. When the popular business proudly hung a sign on the other side, like we said, this way to the goat man, it infuriated the local Ku Klux Klansmen who plotted violence. On a dark night in the 1930s, the lynchers mobbed to his house, kidnapped him, drug him back, and hung him from a noose on the bridge. Uh, he would slip out of this noose, like we had said, and then they panicked and went to his family home and slaughtered his wife and children. Local legend says if you knock on the steel bridge three times at midnight, or perhaps turn off your car lights and honk three times at summons, and then you dare a visitation from the vengeful goat man that proceeds by the stench of decaying flesh. Numerous reports tell of an unholy glowing eyes that burn red from the darkness, eerie glimpses of a large, sneering, goat-headed man-beast stomping in the wood shadows, or a frightened apparition of a mechanical satyr carrying the heads of goats and or humans in his hands. That's fucked up. I would never want to see that. That sounds absolutely terrifying. Some attribute the work of Satanists who opened a portal for the Hellspawn demon, while others say the Goatman's wife is totally searching for her murdered children. There are also another variation that perpetuates the bridge itself, in an account that many go back as far as the 19 or 1860s, sorry, Texas Troubles, some copper cannon cowboys lynched a Creole-slaved goat herder named Jack Crendel from a tall creekside tree near where the bridge now stands, but interpreted, interrupted, sorry, separated the runaway slave's head from his body. The slavers then watched in horror as the headless body raised itself from the creek bed mud animated by voodoo and ripped off his head of a nearby goat to replace his own, still dangling in the noose. Regardless of which origin gets told, old-timers warn that the knocking three times on the trusses of the bridge invitate to judgment, since the ghostly ghost man only spirits away those with the bloodlines of the clansmen or slave owners in the woods for his troubled revenge. Um... It's also known that you won't find Oscar or Jack in any historical records. Um, this is probably because they were slaves or a black man. I imagine records of them were not well kept in the South at this time. But I really want to dive into what I think the Goat Man could be. I think that the Goat Man, more or less, could be a troubled spirit not happy with what happened to him or his family and obviously anytime you have a death that is this violent and carries this much emotion behind it I think it can definitely trap someone's soul or energy to an area uh, we all know you know metals and minerals and things like that and water uh, can definitely harvest and harbor energy for long periods of time and considering that his death would have been connected to the bridge and the fact that they hung him directly from it 
and his body did fall into the water, maybe that energy was held captive in the area, and that is why we have legends of people seeing this goat man figure. Um, as far as why he would want to appear in such a way, could be because he wanted people to be frightened of him because if they don't cross the bridge then they can't get to his family because if he was killed before his family was slaughtered he wouldn't know that they were killed so his intention could be to scare people away from crossing the bridge to protect his family who he believes is still on the other side now it could also be the spirit of the mother who was slaughtered looking for her children it's hard to say it really is because i think it could go either way in that aspect of their spirits being trapped because obviously they had to cross the bridge every day if they needed to go to town or get something from town or have bu i i don't know if there was a town on the other side um i don't know if there's much record on the county of Dalton considering it was dating back so long and it doesn't seem like it was around for too long either and the fact that you know there's no records of Oscar himself also makes you think was it just because he was a a black man in the south or was it because the government officials actually murdered him and his family and they didn't want records of him existing because then it could connect them to an unlawful murder it's really hard to say with things dating back so far away and the ku klux klan back in those days doing this all the time lynching people and doing all of these terrible things legends like this from the same situation are all around the united states it's not just this specific bridge in alton or dalton whatever you want to whatever you want to say because it's really like they were the both just the same location just different names in different times now the most interesting part of this to me is obviously was it more or less rituals that opened this up and that's why we're seeing the goat man because it's a demonic entity released from a portal now connected to the bridge as if it was his own this is potentially the answer, but it also makes you think why stories of a goat man pre-exist the mentionings of potential devil worshippers coming to the bridge to perform these rituals. It's almost like the goat man legends brought them to the bridge to perform these rituals because they wanted to either empower this demonic entity or they potentially were trying to place him back in and this could have angered him i don't know we will never know but it really makes you think with this kind of thing where you know you have multiple grizzly murders in a day the peatings of warnings of crossing the bridge and potential summonings of crossing the bridge with no lights not 
making your presence known to this entity before you cross the bridge could anger him. And I can see that being the case. If the entity is at the bridge and he himself thinks he owns the bridge, kind of like a troll, then why wouldn't he be upset with you crossing his bridge without making yourself known? Now, do I want to go to this bridge? Hell yes, I would love to go to this bridge and experience potentially these dark energies. Now, I don't know how much I, like I've said in the past, how much I believe in demons, how much I believe in the conjuring of demons and even all these portals and things like that. I think things are more tied to energy. And I think that more or less, if Oscar was a real human, I believe that he could be the one that is said goat man. And maybe his image of him with a goat's head is more or less stories told from a long time ago where anytime they would see some type of entity or something, they would directly link it to the devil himself, which we all know the devil himself is said to have had a goat head and horns and things like that. So I think there's multiple different directions this story could go. It could be a demonic entity. It could be an angry entity that is trying to protect his family that he thinks is still alive because he was kidnapped and hung unsuccessfully, but still killed. See, that's where the story for me, I, I need full transparency with these stories for them to really make sense in my head. If he disappeared from the noose, why was he never seen again? Did he die? Did he drown? I, he, a lot of people back then didn't know how to swim, so he could have drowned very easily. Um, I don't know how fast the current of this creek is. In, in Michigan, when we talk about creeks, it's a very small stream, I guess you could say. Um, you know, usually fairly shallow. You could walk across it. You could probably jump across it, more of like a drainage ditch, um, but all natural, you know, and it, it flows into a stream, which is a little bit larger river, but not a full river. And then you get your river, which is a full-blown river. So is this creek more like a river or is it more or less like a stream? I don't know. <laughs> I really don't. From the pictures, um, I'm going to say it's more like a stream similar to some of the rivers that we have here you could probably walk across it um i don't i don't think that in any of the shows i've watched on it they just walk across it. i've seen them take boats onto it so i would imagine it might be a little bit deeper than i'm thinking um it's a it's pretty high off the ground so it makes me think that it is a shallow uh Creek, river, whatever you want to call it. It's it's all different. You know, here in the Midwest, we say things a little bit different. It isn't very wide across in that particular spot. Like, it kind of takes a bend right after. Um, like, like it said, it's only a single wide, you know, you could only take one car across it, I would imagine. It would be pretty much impossible, I think, to get two cars across there. It's more or less for, like, a horse and buggy. Even a car might be kind of tight. <laughs> Again, when it comes to encounters, people, you know, see the ghostly image of a woman. They see the eyes. 
and of course the goat man himself from the videos and shows I've watched that have been there they have caught some things but it really hasn't been super conclusive in my opinion obviously Aaron being thrown to the air you can say what you want with ghost adventures it could have been a ploy it could have been a plot it's really tough to tell um, you know, they did have some weird stuff happen after they did do a ritual, which I don't think could have made things any worse. Um, I can't find any reports of people really being harmed or anything like that. You know, just the normal touching, grabs, rocks thrown, seeing the eyes, seeing the goat, shadowy figures, things like that. If you have been to the Goat Man's Bridge or live in Texas, like our good fan and night crew member James and have something more to say make sure you comment down below your experience or someone else's experience that you've heard about we'd love to read about it and kind of dive deeper into this story so i've done a lot of research today looking for more and more things about this bridge and pretty much what i've said is really all that surrounds it um we have a similar story here in michigan that we have talked about going to um, I know Your Spooky Neighbors did an awesome uh, episode on it. You should definitely go give them a listen and listen to that episode. It was really good and probably better than what I could cover it at this moment because I don't really know too much about it. I just know there's a similar story. It's not even much of a bridge. It's more like a walkway across a little stream. But it seems like there's these types of stories all over the u.s about some type of goat man guarding a bridge and i don't know if maybe that's what this entity does maybe it guards certain sides of bridges based on things that have happened in that area i don't know it could also just be devil worshippers unleashing demons and coming back to make them more powerful with sacrifices i don't know i don't know how those things work i'm not a devil worshiper <laughs> so i couldn't tell you i've never actually done a ritual myself either so if you have more you know light to shed on this story we would love to hear what you have to say you can email us at what goes bump podcast at gmail.com you can comment down below and i'm gonna keep this episode pretty short i hope you enjoyed what I had to say about Goatman's Bridge and going over a little bit of the facts of this bridge seems like a really scary place. Not gonna lie. Hopefully, one day What Goes Bump Tonight can make their voyage down there to the old Alton Bridge and experience it for ourselves. And remember, you can find us on pretty much every podcasting platform Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio Podcast, Pandora so many deezer uh i there's literally so many you can find us everywhere you listen to podcasts i absolutely promise you that if you haven't yet go follow us on instagram give us a like on facebook sub on our youtube we actually the lake forest cemetery video is out if you haven't checked it out yet we forgot to mention that in the last video seems to be doing pretty good but it can always do better right uh, it's a pretty fun video. There's a little bit of a surprise investigation there from my dad, who actually went to one of the locations uh, of the grave that we talk about, the Koopman grave, who murdered his wife. 
in an impression store. A family friend was actually working on the house, remodeling it, and my dad got to go visit it. So that's pretty cool, in my opinion. Uh, he catches some pretty cool stuff. It's similar to what I played earlier with us at our hunting camp, trying to talk to spirits. He used the, the ghost tube to get a lot of that evidence. And without further ado, remember, folks, to keep your ears and eyes open for what really goes. Bump.